0: Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi everyone, welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say I have Pordrick Power on the show today. Pordrick, how are you doing?
1: I'm well, thanks Tom. Thanks very much for having me. You're very welcome, and Podrick, I'm very
0: excited for this show. Podrick, do you mind telling us all, first of all, a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure thing. Um, so, I'm Podrick Power. I'm Irish, I'm from Limerick originally, lived in Cork for a good few years, and now I'm uh, Dublin based. So, I work in marketing and I currently work for a company called Refurbed. I Went a bit of a, a roundabout way in getting into marketing. Um, originally, I actually studied science in UCC, so I did neuroscience there. I did really enjoy it, but um, when it came to the actual work of it, it was a bit too monotonous for me. Um, and I realised I needed a bit of time out from that, so I took time out traveled a bit and then from there I saw that I needed something that was a bit more creative but still had the kind of scientific data side behind it um, and with that then I kind of landed on marketing so I went back and did a master's in UCC in marketing and started working in it there from then so um, I've worked in the hotel industry I've also worked in credit unions and I've moved over to refurb since last year which is an e-commerce company and um, it's all about sustainability and uh, refurbished electronics
0: brilliant and actually when i was checking you out podrick one of the things that jumped out to me was the the land of pods uh blog that you set at that time uh, and doing some of the work there but i can tell you've been in the space now a good good period of time real well good few years
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh yeah it, it, uh, what would you consider as your main strength in marketing now
1: yeah, sure. That's that's a good question. Um, I suppose one of my main things would be community building um, and also always kind of looking out for the customer and bringing that into everything that we do. So that's something that I suppose is drilled into me definitely in the credit union sphere and also in the hotel sphere because you have so many different people in and out every day of the week. Um, but yeah, so with regards to main digital strengths, I suppose organic email social and everything that leads to building a community aspect there because i think it's super important to have everybody who's interacting with your brand feel that sense of community and be able to join in should they wish and i think also linkedin with that then is just thinking of the consumer and having user experience at the forefront of everything we do i really think it's better to make sure that if you are getting people to interact with your brand and you are getting to see your community, that there is that positive experience that they can kind of be happy in them, with themselves or be able to share further and help both you, the brand and everybody kind of work together.
0: I think you hit the nail on the head there with your kind of community building and community management. Do you have any preferred platforms that you build, do you build out from, especially when you're talking organic?
1: Yeah, sure. I I mean, I definitely think you know all of the the general social platforms. Um, for me, I think Instagram is a great tool. I know that um TikTok also in the last year has really or two years even at now at this stage has really taken off. Um, but I personally find Instagram's a really really good tool for community. Um, Facebook can be a good tool, but I do find that people it's kind of a mix. People are more interested in. The products or what's going on there as opposed to your brand's community whereas instagram i feel like people really follow and connect more so with the brand persona um i definitely think tiktok is something i want to explore a bit more as well and i'm excited to explore that more with refurb we have kind of had some plans coming into play there um and obviously great for the younger generation but i also think it's it's a bit overlooked by people for um people you know 30s plus as well i think i mean i know myself and all my friends and family are all on tiktok so i think that's a a good one and i'm excited to get more into that sphere too
0: brilliant so how when you say you're getting into it are you actively creating content now in a tiktok account
1: yeah so we're at the stage now where there we do we have ads on TikTok. So the first thing was we've had them for a while, but um when I started I wanted to make sure that they were more native to the platform as opposed to, you know, just an ad on there. So um we've been working firstly on the actual paid aspect of it, but now we're working on developing unique content for organic and also um for more ad content too. But it will be very much just made and tailored for the platform, as opposed to some you know, ads that are made for social in general and then reshared on different platforms. I don't think that's the way to go with TikTok um, because the audience, number one, is a very well-educated audience when it comes to consumerism, but number two, they're on that platform for a break and to have that bit of fun and levity. And I think when you're seeing kind of standard ads, it's not really going to engage them that much.
0: Yeah, so uh, do you mind helping us just visualize what your kind of ads that are going, how they are fun and probably more interactive.
1: Yeah, sure. Like I can tell you a simple one that's that's out now. Um, So like I said before, there used to be more kind of graphic, standard ads um there's one now at the moment which uses uh, the song i want it i got it you know ariana Grande's song i don't know if you know it or not but um yeah. it basically it was filmed with one of our colleagues on a computer browsing the refurb site and browsing a certain product that they want and then when they want it they're obviously on the, the product page but then it would jump on the i got it to them physically getting their new device and like you know having their device in their hands so we did that she says it like a number of times in the song so we uh we did that and it kind of got is a nice way to show off the different products and different brands you have but to also show them in real life and to show them with a person um and to link it in with audio which is really popular on tiktok um you know all of the different trending sounds and uh songs of the moment i suppose so that's just a simple yeah. example of showing the product but also having a more fun way that's particularly made for tiktok and a bit more engaging for people
0: brilliant and is there any particular campaigns marketing wise throughout your uh, career that you're really proud of one you'd like to talk about
1: yeah sure that's that's a good question um I suppose that one thing that was really nice um, was when I was working in the credit union in um, HSSCU, which is like a health services credit union. There was a few nice um, initiatives that I brought in there and uh, there was a lot of scope to be able to bring in new products and to kind of, Uh, react to the market, I suppose. So one of the things was the different loan products. So we had, um, for example, during COVID, we brought in a stay at home loan, which was a really good rate, but also it was to uh, encourage customers to only apply online for their loans and do the entire process online. It had a dual purpose of number one, of course you had COVID um, and you wanted people's health and safety to be at the top uh, priority. But number two, it had a really nice effect as well of kind of educating our consumers on the fact that they could do the whole process from home because that's something that in the credit union sphere, a lot of people um, tend to feel, oh, yeah, they're a bit older or it's a a bit of a staler company and they don't actually realize that there's so much tech there now and that really has come a long way. So that was a really, really nice loan because it did get to... um, it could get to kind of educate customers, but at the same time, give them a really good offer because it was a special discounted loan as well to help them throughout the COVID um, pandemic. And then I suppose on that, there's another one which I was excited by, which was um, we brought in first-time buyers mortgages, which is quite new in the credit union sphere. And for that, I brought in um, a fully integrated and automated um, kind of first-time buyer calculator, which helped our customers check their affordability and do a good step of the process in a really easy way before they even contacted us. So it really helped our staff in the fact that it made the process so much easier for them that they didn't have to try and call a customer and get them at a certain time and spend ages on the phone. They got the info straight away. But also we saw that a lot of customers were actually doing this at off peak times and it was something that was really um, convenient for them. And with that, then the the loan or the mortgages absolutely took off. But it was just really nice to see that you can introduce things and you can do it in a way that helps the business, but also helps the consumer. And it's just such a win-win. So I love when yeah. those kind of aspects uh, come together.
0: That's brilliant. Really good example. And um, Patrick back to your day-to-day is there any particular softwares you use?
1: Yeah, sure. There, There's quite a good um, few that I'd use regularly enough. Um, one, I suppose, which I really like is an analytical tool and it's called Looker. So I use that um, internally and it's not just used by marketing, it's used by every department, but it's really, really handy to build certain dashboards and check where certain sales are coming from. What are the top performing products? What's your conversions? And all of your kind of marketing data from there and as well even like impact data so for example with Refurbed, we're really um passionate about the environment and we have a certain number of a certain amount of co2 is saved per device sold and a certain amount of e-waste as well so we have those figures there and it's just a really nice way to kind of overlook everything and also to spot some trends because for us and for me i've set up categories of what products are performing well and we can see oh like over time this type of product category is actually starting to to peak up a little bit what's going on there and it's a nice way to kind of spark those initial insights and get your ideas flowing um aside from that then similar web is really uh, useful to keep an eye on how we're performing and also competitors and um Amplify then is quite a good one for social planning it's nice and refurbed because we have um com- we have different platforms for different countries around europe because refurb's in a number of countries so it's really useful to kind of get the oversight on what everybody's doing and then see what does, does and doesn't work for you. Obviously not everything in another country is gonna work for our country, but it's great to see all of the ideas and be able to localize and inspire others as well. So those would be kind of three tools that I'd use quite regularly.
0: Brilliant. You mentioned straight off the bat, Looker, which is a platform I've had my eye on for the last couple of months. Um, obviously it, to, to request, you have to request a demo to set up and, and build it out. Um, how how do you find that as a platform? Because it integrates into every area. Is it is it something that startups can use? Who who do you who would you recommend the platform for?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um I, I recommend it for from what I've seen, I, I feel like it could work for a lot of people. I definitely think it's a great tool for startups. Um, I do think it's the type of platform that you'll get as much out of it as you put in so you do need to spend a little bit of time building your dashboards and building your looks um is there looks is yeah essentially the individual i suppose things you're searching for but once that's set up everything can be automated it links in with your website links in with your sales um you can even link it in with google analytics i'm not the best at that part i ask our and um, our internal analytics team for that aspect but it's really helpful to be able to set it up. And for me now, for example, I have a specific dashboard I've set up just for the Irish market. I have one then for our different statistics and there's other ones that I kind of look at um, periodically, but to have my Irish daily one, it's super helpful to keep on track of everything that's, that's happening there. And I think once you're willing to start Looker and just spend a little time figuring out what works for you, it's a great tool for startups, definitely.
0: Brilliant. And to focus on yourself a little bit, is there any areas you're looking to upskill or learn more about and why?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I I suppose one of the things that I'd really like to kind of work in a bit more would be strategic partnerships. Um, I think that I'm quite, like I said already, quite strong when it comes to community and even all of the the internal aspects with regards to marketing. But I can definitely see just how fruitful partnerships are and can be um, in the startup sphere or in a sphere where you've entered a, a new country for a company so like for refurb Joni joined or the only came to ireland last year and um, having partnerships with other trusted companies or brands that can complement your brand is really really powerful i think it can not only get you out further and help your brand Um, but it also gives added value to the customers that you do have because a lot of the time you know there's a co-relationship and they can get a benefit from this other company so I think working more and integrating different strategic partnerships is something I'd like to get into Um, and it's something that I have done a little bit in the past but it has also been hindered by the types of companies I was in, because a lot of them were financial institutions and you can't really be kind of promoting other companies to, um, to financial in- er, when you're in a financial institution, there's a lot more regulations there. Whereas um, now that I'm out of that sphere, I, I think that it's something I'd really like to get into a bit more.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. And to focus on the digital industry as a whole, is there anything that really excites you that might be coming in the future?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that there's always kind of new emerging tech there. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, GA4. That's, um, I mean, I think it's it's next year that it's going to make the full change in yeah. Google Analytics. But um, I've already done a training with, like, one of our Google account managers on that, and it looks really interesting. Um, I think it will be a nice tool and I suppose we're just going to have to make it a nice tool as well. It's not something that's optional, it's going to happen. So um, I'm excited for that. And it's also interesting to see how new kind of digital campaign formats are coming in. So like performance max campaigns now with regards to Google advertising is really interesting and checking out the different kind of product feed type of um, adverts there. And then I suppose aside from that, there's always going to be a new, social media platform that comes out um like i said at present i'm super excited to get further into tiktok i've no doubt that in the next two three years there'll be another one that comes out and i always find that very exciting i think i'm at a period in my career now as well where i have the experience and also the kind of level of seniority that when a new platform comes out that will really be able to jump on it um i think it when you, when you gauge it right, if you're an, an early adapter to a platform like that, it can really work well. So I'm always on the eye out for new, uh, new social medias like that too.
0: Brilliant. And lastly, we always ask the same question, on show, Bordrick, which is, if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have yourself, that you could pass on to others, what would it be?
1: yeah so this is a tough question but (laughs) i had a i had a little think about it um and i think that it's kind of it'll probably be a long-winded answer i'm not one for short answers (laughs) but um i think openness would probably be my my personality trait and then to explain that i think openness very much in a in a two-way street kind of manner and i mean that in that i know when i started off my career i had all of these, you know, ideas and this, like, oh, we'd love to do this and love to do that. And it's very easy for those to be kind of shut down or not thought of because it's, you know, someone who's new and yeah, yeah, they're excited, whatever. But then... A lot of those ideas or some of those ideas can be really good and it's not from the perspective of oh i had great ideas but i mean it from the perspective of me now that when i'm talking to other people whether it's the ceo or whether it's an intern or somebody uh in in between it's really important to be open to all ideas to treat everybody with a level of respect and give everybody your time and listen to where they're coming from because i think yes you can have amazing strategic business ideas from super high up but you can also have these ideas that nobody would have thought of no one would have kind of come across before and it could come completely out of left field from someone you wouldn't have thought would have that insight so i think openness is super important to Number one, share your own ideas, but number two, to always be excited to listen to other people and see what they're excited about because there's always a reason that they're excited about it. So it's always worth the time to to take and listen.
0: What a lovely answer to, uh, to end the show. Podrick, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm sure everyone listening loved what you had to
1: say. And yeah, first and foremost, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you too. It's been an absolute pleasure, Tom. I'm delighted to have been able to come on.